Domino 8, Lessons Learned with eHealth Innovation in Primary Care, Part 1. There are recognizable sources for healthcare services in Nova Scotia. Pharmacies, family doctor offices, the 811 telephone health advice system, emergency department, hospital-based outpatient and inpatient clinics, surgery units, physiotherapy clinics, dietitian services, community-based walk-in clinics, physiotherapy, massage, osteopathy clinics, etc. How well do these services communicate with each other? How well are they connected so that people experience a seamless transition through them? How is the record of the patient journey through these services managed? Do these cogs of services work smoothly and synchronously? For each citizen, such records grow in size over time. In order to remain meaningful at the points of patient care, such records need to be available for review by the health practitioner. Traditionally, such records were kept with the practitioner and interpreted and utilized as needed. Citizens were marginalized in this information exchange and had limited access to their own health information. The advent of the Internet and its repository of knowledge, as well as the access to computers alongside the innovative development of the human-computer interface, were major changes witnessed in the world in the mid-1990s. These changes had a major impact on healthcare itself. Innovations such as machines that could measure your blood pressure in hospital appeared trivial when compared with the results of your own internet search on blood pressure. Early healthcare innovators in Nova Scotia, working in community settings and hospital settings, started to develop affordable, simple software programs that supported their practices and would offer computerized appointment bookings and billing functions. Hospital systems were more complex and had to take the needs of a much more complex system into account and were less nimble in their ability to support and solve the needs of their practitioners. Data collection, data privacy, data validity all had to be accounted for within hospitals and within government as they considered these developments from their positions of responsibility for system-level changes. In 2001, Canada Health InfoWave was created to improve the health of Canadians by working with partners to accelerate the development, adoption, and effective use of digital health solutions across Canada. Through their investments, they were expected to help deliver better quality and access to care and more efficient delivery of health services for patients and clinicians. It was set up as an independent, not-for-profit organization funded by the federal government. Infoway offered a blueprint that provinces could use to guide e-health and to enable coordinated and cohesive development across the provinces. There was much excitement and hope within the innovator community and governments. Everyone could see solutions to complex issues in healthcare. The blueprint was developed by IT experts and system administrators, and deputy ministers of health from each province sat at the planning tables of this venture. 
the dream of electronic transfer of health information seamlessly as citizens traveled through Canada appeared within our grasp. 2004 saw the introduction of EMR into primary care. Please also refer to Domino 7, Primary Care Reform, a step-by-step -step affair. The preferred solutions in eHealth were set forth in a joint effort by government, district health authorities, Doctors Nova Scotia, and health practitioners. Hospital systems were also being slowly transitioned towards digital systems that could connect to one another and also connect with community-based services. Meanwhile, end-users of technology in Nova Scotia's health services had made investments into development of e-health solutions for the granular issues that they faced in daily practice of medicine in family doctor offices as well as within hospitals. They stepped into futuristic thinking and developed efficient systems to help manage health information and systems. They developed electronic workflows that could replace the painstaking work of managing information collected, such as daily collation of infection rates on each floor of the hospital in registers, managing call schedules, managing operating room schedules. Consider, for example, the workflow using paper charts in a doctor's office. Patients call by phone. Large paper-based schedules are created and modified daily in real time by two or three staff members. Patient charts are then pulled and made ready for the doctor every day. Lab and diagnostic information that arrives by mail is opened and put into file folders for the doctor to review. After the doctor's review and sign-off, they are separated into piles for filing, piles for urgently calling in patients, piles for charts to be pulled so that the doctor could review the information with the patient chart on hand. And then, these all had to be refiled. Offices needed a large amount of space to keep paper charts and multiple staff to complete these processes every day, and the doctor had to keep up with this work on a daily basis also. These workflows took time. They required human resources, and they affected patient care both directly and indirectly. The capacity for healthcare within each clinic was limited by the efficiency of these workflows and their ability to afford human resources to keep up. The innovators and early adopters of technology developed software programs that digitized these workflows. These solutions existed, however, in small pockets, and those that believed in this vision of efficiency and could afford the computers that could do this for them started to slowly shift the system. By 2003, there were at least half a dozen systems in place in Nova Scotia and many others that simply did the scheduling and accounting functions needed in the office. The organic development of e-health solutions from the ground up thus met the top-down solutions developed by Canada Health InfoWay and provincially coordinated solutions that were intended to organize and manage the anticipated proliferation of e-health solutions. In part two of this column, the points of convergence and divergence of this natural experiment will be presented. Information in this column were drawn from internet sources, 
related to Canada Health InfoWay, and the URL is available for reference.